the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. And a good Monday to you. I'm Dennis Prager. It's an honor to be with you. I'm, I don't throw words around. It is an honor. I want you to know I was asked at my last fireside chat, my weekly PragerU podcast, I guess. Is that what we would call it? With my trusty dog, Otto. And one of the questions submitted was, who did I think would win the Super Bowl? So it is on record. You could watch, just go fireside chat, Dennis Prager. You will see, I said, the Tampa Bay Bucks. Just want you to know, this is not one of these, oh, I told you six months ago. I, I predicted it. It's a very interesting philosophical question. I, I love that part of sports. The the other aspects, the philosophical, the human, they, they fascinate me. So here's an interesting one. And either of you are free to comment on this as we will continue the show about the slightly more significant subjects. But I want to talk to you as well about the ads. I watched every ad. I didn't watch the game, but I watched every ad. Read a lot about the game. Anyway, the question is, who's more important, a great quarterback or a great coach? I'm not sure that this solved that problem, by the way. I'm not taking a a stand on this. But the arguments are that Tom Brady, who came from the New England Patriots, he won six Super Bowls. He has now, you realize, do you folks know, he has won more Super Bowls, I believe, than any franchise has won Super Bowls. <laughs> what team has won the most Super Bowls? The Tom Brady team. I believe that's true. I, I, be that as it may, what is Belichick's first name? Bill? Bill Belichick was is is a, is a great coach, no question about it. But they uh, they allowed Brady to leave the team, the New England Patriots. He went to Tampa Bay, and then won a Super Bowl, whereas the Patriots did not appear in the Super Bowl. So that is the great philosophical question. Do either of you have a thought on what what is more important, a great coach or a great quarterback? Okay. I thought you would say, Living Martyr, great quarterback, because you you think coaching is is somewhat overrated. You're so distant distant from football. football. No, I agree. But I want to speak to that. I watch very carefully, and if I'm wrong, please inform me. But the the Star Spangled Banner was sung with respect. 
I didn't notice any players not standing. If some players didn't show up, I don't care about that. I don't care if a player. I care about what you do publicly. I don't care about what you do privately. So if you don't want to show up for the national anthem, I have contempt for your decision. However, you are not disgracing it in public. So it seemed to me that the players were there, the national anthem was sung, and I thought it was nicely sung, actually. So those were, uh, I think the, the, the NFL was so burned by its cowardice. It's, all, it's only cowardice about siding with Black Lives Matter, the movement, not the, not the idea. All, all decent humans acknowledge Black Lives Matter. It's the movement that is a, uh, a violent and disruptive and Marxist movement. I mean, it, it's, a hate, it's a hate group as far as I'm concerned, and everybody knows that. Uh, but, of course, you, if you said that on Twitter, you would use, lose your Twitter account. Is that fair to say? If you said Black Lives Matter is a hate group, you think you'd lose your Twitter account? There's a chance. Yeah, there's a chance, he says. I'll play for you some of the ads. They were quite innocuous. And uh, my, my sense was with advertisers, they are so scared. They're even scared of being slightly uh, funny. The The... The humor was so uh, childlike. If you, did you see any of the ads? Okay, I watched them all. And to the extent that there was humor, it, it was truly eighth grade level humor. I'm not knocking it. I'm merely describing. They're all so scared. Uh, the the uh, it, you know decades ago, not many decades ago, but decades ago. The, you know, sexy women were a big part of many of the ads. That you don't you don't see that at all now. That would be called misogynist. Uh, there is a, a, a disproportionate uh, number of minorities in the ads, so that they don't and they're not called racist. There was one bizarre one about saying you're sorry, and I forgot what the ad was for. I didn't. It's not even one that I'm going to play you play for you, and. Uh, People are just saying they're sorry for different things. So one of them is a man saying, I'm sorry for mansplaining, saying to a woman. What is mansplaining? Do you know? Is explaining something as a man? Yeah, yeah, fine. He's, I, I, thought I, I thought I knew what it was. Explain some, someone, something to someone, typically a woman, in a manner regarded as condescending. Okay, explaining something to someone, particularly a woman, in a manner that is perceived as condescending. Oh, okay. Is there woman's planning? Or is it not found in nature that a woman would uh, hold a man in contempt? It's not found in nature. So it's like I'm like describing a flying elephant. I see. I get it. So, and, and another one is somebody uh, is. Uh, uh, some woman says to another woman, to a white woman, I'm sorry for uh, calling you Karen. But she said, oh, my name is Karen. And then she says, oh, I'm sorry your name is Karen. Those, so those were two of the, uh, maybe I should have played that. I don't remember what, uh, somebody will inform me what particular product that was. But in general, there was there was nothing to report. I watched, I even watched, 
To give you an idea of how committed I am to you, my listeners, I even watched the halftime show. The last time I enjoyed a halftime show was when they had college marching bands. <laughs> Before a very large number of you were born. <laughs> Remember that? When they were marching bands <laughs> on the field? Uh, I... The, the glitz, the special effects, I, I guess people love them. That's fine. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not condescending to them. I'm just telling you I don't enjoy them. I didn't particularly enjoy this one. It uh, was not here or there. But uh, be very curious uh, to know what the average American watching the Super Bowl uh, halftime thought. I uh, I share my producer's contempt for the NFL and the NBA, which completely alienated me for the foreseeable future. The radical politicization of uh, of sports has been a a terrible thing, but if everything the, t- the left touches it ruins everything. There is no exception. There hasn't been since Vladimir Ilyich Lenin. Lenin. That is the consistency uh, of it. Well, I welcome you to the show once more. One eight Prager seven seven six. The uh, the impeachment is scheduled for when? Tomorrow. I want you to imagine if Republicans were in power impeaching a, a Democratic president who had been defeated and was no longer president. The hysteria, the riots, riots, literal riots that would go on in this country, the 24-7 speaking of a police state, and uh, not to mention its absurdity, but the completely untrustworthy media... Are, are on board for an impeachment of someone who isn't in office. They are using, as I said from the beginning, the Democrats, the left, are using uh, the J- January 6th attack on the Capitol uh, as the Nazis used the Reichstag fire. We will be back. I'm Dennis Prager. The Dennis Prager Show. Hi, Dennis Prager here again with a message for anyone struggling with pain. Of course, I want you to know about Relief Factor, the 100% drug-free supplement that tens of thousands are now taking every day. I take it every day. I like being out of pain. But I know you may be skeptical. I certainly was. Then I kept hearing about all the people, including my wife, who were no longer in pain. So I decided to give it a try. In fact, listen to Janice's story. I was skeptical at first. But because of the pain that I was having when I would uh, substitute teach and have to climb stairs, so I have lower back, hip, and even knee pain. And after about three weeks, I found that I could climb stairs pain-free. But it wasn't only pain-free. I could do it step over step without holding on the railing. I'm really happy. It's, it makes me feel like I'm young again. That's relieffactor.com or call 800 500 
The fact is, the Internet never forgets. There has never been a more important time to protect your Internet activity. It's why I urge you to get ExpressVPN. Everything you search for, watch, or click online can be tracked by big tech companies. They can then match your activity to your true identity using your device's unique IP address. When I switch to ExpressVPN with my computer or phone, my IP address is masked. Plus, you can use ExpressVPN on up to five devices simultaneously. So multiple users on your network can stay safe with a single subscription. That's why they're rated the number one VPN by CNET and Wired. Take back your online privacy with the VPN I trust at expressvpn.com slash Prager. By visiting my link, you'll get an extra three months of ExpressVPN service for free on a one-year package. That's expressvpn.com slash Prager, expressvpn.com slash Prager. All right, my friends, welcome to the Dennis Prager Show. Got, uh, needless to say, a lot to speak to you about. The, uh, the impeachment is, 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 is staggering. See, by the way, among the many staggering elements is the claim that the Democrats would like unity, which I said was a gigantic lie, but I, always, I think it's a gigantic lie when anybody says it. I'm totally consistent on this. Everybody who calls for unity wants unity on their terms. I would love unity. I wish everybody acknowledged the American Trinity, e pluribus unum, liberty, and God we trust. That's, that's my understanding of unity. Decades ago, there was a, a, a movement and bill to make English the official language of America. That's unity. You get it? That's unity. If we all speak the same language, it's ter- terrific if you learn another language. Absolutely. I, I, I'm a big fan of, of uh, people from other countries raising their kids at home in their native language. I, I wish every American were bilingual or trilingual. I'm quadrilingual. I love languages. But the, the, the way you have e pluribus unum from many one is that everybody speak a language. The Democrats were against that then. They thought they would get more Latino votes if they opposed uh, it wasn't even official. It was just an announcement. In other words, it wasn't a law. It was an announcement. They wouldn't even make the announcement that English is the, is the official language of the United States of America. They've never been for unity. If Americans are united, it's bad news for them, unless they're united as leftists. So, hey, let's have unity. We'll impeach the man half of America voted for. Now and he's out of office, and for the second time. But we're for unity, and people believe that lie. The New York Times spreads the lie of unity. They lie. If they print it, they lie. They're lying. <laughs> Why is this not obvious to everybody? Unity. Oh, what a beautiful inaugural address to call for unity. And he speaks of white supremacy in the very same nothing. It was, it was the most pablomatic not problematic, pablomatic address ever given by a president. But of course, the guy, the man could have read baseball scores from the 1920s and they would have said it was great. Look, he's unifying America, talking about Babe Ruth and Lou Gehrig. Isn't that beautiful? <laughs> this is 
astonishing. One uh, one eight Prager seven seven six. Don in Chicago. Hello. Hi, Dennis. How are you? I'm well, thank you. I was wondering if you saw the commercial uh, featuring the life story of Jessica Long, the 13-time Paralympic swimmer. It was absolutely fun. She swims through her whole life story in a pool, and it's amazing because she was born um, in an orphanage in uh, Russia, and the the whole story on the commercial is a phone call from when she was a baby as she's swimming through an orphanage, uh, and the the person on the phone explaining to her adoptive mother that she's got some problems that she's going to have to have her legs amputated and her life. Is right. Gonna be well, crazy. let me tell you, I saw the commercial. I had tears in my eyes. What one reason is one of my two sons is adopted. And I have a very, very warm spot for adoption. I think it's one of God's gifts to humanity. As my son is a gift to me. And the the couple the couple that it, listen to the story in in a nutshell is a couple wanted to adopt a child. They went to Russia to do so. Because in America, there are almost no newborns for adoption. They're either aborted. What is this? You're playing the call? Is this the opening? Okay. That's the phone ringing. Mrs. Long? Yes? We've found a baby girl for your adoption, but there are some things you need to know. She's in Siberia, and she was born with a rare condition. Her legs will need to be amputated. I know this is difficult to hear. Her life, it won't be easy. Okay, so that that's the call that this woman got, Mrs. Long. And she said uh, something to the effect that, of course, but there's no question, this is a blessing. It might not be easy, but it'll be amazing. Right. I wonder. I, I can't wait to meet her. I can't. Isn't that something? I, I, I have no knowledge of this. I didn't even know of this uh, story. I then did research on it. I was so moved. And uh, she's a uh, beautiful and and obviously extremely talented swimmer. She's second most medals, I believe, for the Paralympics. So she her legs from the knee down uh, were were amputated. She obviously functions phenomenally well, and if you'd meet her, you wouldn't even realize that she had that situation. I would love to know if the parents who adopted her were Christian. Be very. If I had to bet, I would say yes. Because my experience, I have a lot of experience in the adoption world, is that when there is a child with with issues, born with issues, and this child wasn't even a newborn, I think I think over a year old, I think, uh, they tended to be Christians who would adopt these uh, children. 
Uh, so, yes, it was a very beautiful uh, commercial. I was uh, glad that you raised it, Dom. Obviously, I was moved. Plymouth, Minnesota, and Jeff, hello. Well, hi, Dennis. Thanks for taking my call. I just thought you might get a kick out of my theory why uh, Patrick Mahomes looked a little flat during the game. Every time I saw him on the sideline, he had his mask on, and I don't think he was able to get enough oxygen while he was sitting out. Well, why wouldn't that have been true of all the other games that he played? Well, I don't remember seeing him wearing a mask. Oh, so, oh, all right. That's an interesting question. Sean, you, you have any idea? Was this unique in uh, his thing? I, it's hard for me to believe that he w- didn't wear a mask every game of the uh, of the season, and he did at the Super Bowl. Uh, masks are, for all intents and purposes, in the United States, outside of hospitals, uh, they are, they're essentially talismans. They're rabbit's feet for the superstitious of our society. The Dennis Prager Show. My friends, I'm Dennis Prager, and I have more for you. Listen to this. CNN repeatedly claimed Capitol Officer Sicknick died due to a fire extinguisher hit. Now they've quietly admitted that may not be true. Interesting little sidebar here. I had, in one of my columns I described, I was talking about the, the the capital attack, riot, whatever you wish to call it, and accept insurrection, because that's a lie. Uh, that That's just a left-wing lie. Left-wing lie is redundant, but nevertheless needs to be pointed out. And I purposely avoided saying that he was killed by a fire extinguisher. That's how strict I am about truth. Unless I can get it confirmed, right-wing or left-wing rumors do not uh, do not get reported by me. Now, as it happens, my syndicator added fire extinguisher to the article. And it's a great lesson for everybody not to report what isn't confirmed. Or, for that matter, you can report if you say allegedly or it looks like add some qualifier and then then you're okay. CNN had been reporting this constantly about this fire extinguisher. Uh, I don't I don't even know where it started. I w- it would be very interesting to find out where the uh, the, the officer was killed by being beaten by w- with a fire extinguisher. Where did that even originate? Does anyone know? It, is there is there a single video? There's so much videoed from that day. There's no video of it. The network is repeatedly... This is from the National Pulse. I'm not familiar with the National Pulse. You like them? A new conservative site? Yeah, good to know. Despite dozens of results for CNN mentioning the fire extinguisher, there were just two correcting the record since the report was released. According, where is this now? Posted on Tuesday, CNN's news story was not shared by any of their leading personalities, reporters, or anchors. The eighth paragraph of the story claims, 
According to one law enforcement official, medical examiners did not find signs that the officer sustained any blunt force trauma. Should be pretty clear, right? Any. Any. Not not from a fist, let alone a fire extinguisher. So investigators believe that early reports that he was fatally struck by a fire extinguisher are not true. This is buried in a CNN article. Did they even report this, or was it only in writing? Right, because they lie, and they don't take back their lies. One possibility being considered by investigators is that Sicknick became ill after interacting with chemical irritants like pepper spray or bear spray that was deployed, oh, a chemical irritant, that was deployed in the crowd. But investigators reviewing video of the officer's time around the Capitol haven't been able to confirm that in tape that has been recovered so far. Case also could be complicated if Sicknick had a pre-existing medical condition. Despite dozens of results for CNN mentioning the fire extinguisher, there are just two correcting the record since their report was released. So they give examples from uh, people on, on CNN. Just listen to this for why the, the former president was right in calling it the lying media. Poppy Harlow, Harlow, are you familiar with Poppy Harlow? Claimed, we turn now to a tribute happening soon for fallen Capitol Hill officer Brian Sicknick, who died, was killed. He was killed when one of the rioters hit him with a fire extinguisher. Killed. Anderson Cooper, a Capitol Police officer, was beaten reportedly with a fire extinguisher. Anna Cabrera, Officer Brian Sicknick died after being hit in the head with a fire extinguisher during the hours-long attack. Aaron Burnett asked, why is Trump trying so hard to make those claims the focal point of the Senate trial, charging him with inciting insurrection? Does he think that the lie would justify a mob of his supporters trampling a woman? Does it justify police officers being hit beaten with a hockey stick and crutch? Does he think Brian Sicknick working the Capitol that that died after hitting the head with a fire extinguisher? Wow. From the Relief Factor pain-free studio. Good to be with you, everybody. Look at that. I want to tell you, this is a very... uh, I'm very happy about this. This I'm Dennis Prager. There is a uh, video in Washington, D.C. of uh, a uh, BLM protest. I'm not sure what they're protesting. They got the president they want. But okay, anyway, this is what they do for a living. Uh, boredom is a very, very powerful impetus in life. And when you have no meaning, you find meaning in some sort of radical ideology. So anyway, uh, they were out there. By the way, uh, they're mostly white, just for the record. I just want you to know that. And uh, they just uh, slap police officers around. I have no idea if they were arrested. You're arrested if you go onto the lawn of the Capitol and with no bail. We're going to talk about that later. This is the first time in my life that I have I have 
I've never said this. I've always objected to it. The United States now has political prisoners because the left is, is creating a police state. I wrote a piece uh, months ago, dress rehearsal for a police state. Because I know the left. I know the left as well as I know members of my family. That's what they do. They destroy everything that is good, and then they take over power with the chaos that they have created. I don't know what it is in the human condition that finds this palatable and desirable, but the you know I'm not a big fan of human nature. So the dark parts go left. Not liberal. Liberals are just cowards. But the, the left, they're cowards because they don't attack the left. That's why. Just so I can be very specific with you. To be a liberal and think conservatives are the greater threat to this country is to engage in self-delusion that is actually painful, since I know dear people who engage in such self-delusion. Okay. Uh, Let's see here. Mike in Orlando, Florida. Hello. Hey, Dennis. Always a pleasure. Um, I, uh, when you're talking about that, uh, adoptee from, uh, Russia, <laughs> I lost it. Um, cause her, her story is my story. I'm losing it again. Um, back in 1963, uh, upstate New York, um, my parents, uh, found out they couldn't have kids. Um, got a phone call and, uh, it was, uh, actually, uh, like January 2nd of 1963 and, um, they were told they had a little boy, uh, for them and they, uh, were told that, uh, he was available when they could provide, and they'd already gone through uh, the uh, circum- uh, the uh, investigations and all that stuff at the time. And um, so um, my mom said, well, of course we'll take him. And then, um, you know, seconds later, uh, the lady on the phone said, well, don't get too attached because He's got childhood encephalitis and he'll probably die. And this really pissed off my mom. And she said, well, we'll take him anyway. And, um, and they prayed me out of that. And, uh, at three, I was on my first swim team. So the swimming thing. Hmm. So here you are at, uh, 58. Is that correct? I'm sorry? Here you are at 58 years of age. Yeah. And um, so I heard that, but they did it again. They did it uh, for my sister. Were your your parents uh, 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 Christian? Oh, uh, devout Catholics. Devout Catholics. Thank you. But religion doesn't matter. Nah. People will be good without religion. Right? Of course. So how did I make that guess? All these secular couples 
adopting kids with encephalitis or uh, two uh, two legs removed. There are. I have no doubt that there are. By the way, there are wonderful secular people. But the society the society is crumbling in in the West and in the United States because of the crumbling of religion. Okay, it's a simp- it's really literally as simple as that. The post Christian world stinks. Okay, and by the way. A lot of the Christian world in, the, in, in earlier centuries was was pretty uh, bad as well. Truth is truth, but uh, the, the death of Christianity is a bigger problem. The Dennis Prager Show. Hello, my friends. Heath wants to know in Georgia if I can recommend reputable adoption agencies. I just, I don't know. Uh, most people, I don't know how they get, uh, I, I just don't have an answer for you, Heath. I can, I can only speak in the macro about adoption. That it's one of the great gifts in life. See, I have a very little I put very little value in blood. As I've said, and I should say it, you know what? I should say it again. It just hit me. Every year I did a pro-adoption uh, hour, and I haven't done it in years now. I'll, I'll have to do with this here. As I as I say when I talk about this subject, I have, I have no uh, interest in passing my seed to my children. I have interest in passing my values to my children. It, you know, people want, oh, can you love an adopted child like a biological child? Well, I have both, and of course, the, to me, the question is silly. But, but I could, I could prove it in so many ways. Ask, ask a person who asked that question, uh, can you love a dog? They'll think you're crazy. Oh, my God, of course you could love a dog. Are you biologically related to the dog? (laughs) So if you could love a dog, you don't think you could love a child? (laughs) Oh, my God. That's That's an example of, from my perspective, offering clarity on a subject. It's a, it's a gift. Does it always work out? The biological children always work out? And here's one more. This should really be the, the creme de la creme of the arguments. Would you rather have a child that's your blood and doesn't share your values or a child that isn't your blood and shares your values? The, the question, my friends, is what is known as rhetorical. Everybody, every single person listening has the exact same answer. So, yes, that commercial was very touching. As was the man's call, whose parents adopted him, being told he would die early from encephalitis. He's now 58. I hope he doesn't die early. All right, everybody. We'll be back in a moment. You're listening to The Dennis Prager Show. The Dennis Prager Show, live from the Relief Factor pain-free studio. 